Have you ever heard the phrase, what got you here won't get you there? Well, that's what I'm talking about today in relation to the concept of, I've got to grab their attention, I've got to hook them, I've got to make this happen fast. That is an old paradigm that isn't going to work for you anymore. If you're already bristling at the concept, at the thought, then you definitely don't want to miss today's episode because what got you here will not get you there. This is going to be a big relief for some of you. I think you're going to like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome, everybody. I'm so happy to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. One thing you do not want to miss very quickly, let me tell you one more free training this year, voice experience. I am focusing on standing in authority, and I just had the opportunity to demonstrate this live on stage. I spoke out at James Wedmore's live three-day event instantly shifting people into this amazing authority. And what is the problem? I want to focus on why you are leaving a third of your buyers behind. This is going to be an amazing live, interactive, hot seat coaching, free training, last one of the year. Go to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash voice dash experience. It is the 19th of December, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Get signed up right now. Don't miss it. Your voice going into 2024, and I'm going to be doing some episodes on this, why the whole paradigm has shifted and everything I've been saying for a long time has come full circle, has come home to roost. We have to move forward differently. The voice leading the way. Your voice leading your way. CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash voice dash experience. Today, I want to talk about something really important. And I know I say that a lot, but this is one of those paradigm shifts that I've been talking about lately in relation to how you use your voice, what is in your voice, and the life you draw in because of what is in your voice. We've been talking about the criticalness of shifting the foundation this total paradigm shift of the internal place of where you are working from, from the subconscious, all the elements that I researched and put together in psychology of the voice, primarily pillar one, 
It's the most important part, I think, of the whole thing. And when we can work from the right place and when we can seek what I'm going to talk about today, we can fast track the whole thing. This is one of those quantum leap into the reality that you want by how you use your voice and what your voice can make happen for you or not. And this one may rattle you a little bit because this one is about not seeking attention, not seeking to be heard. Now, you know, I've got some things I'm going to say around this. Just like when I talk about don't practice and everybody goes, well, we have to practice. And I say, don't practice the way you've been practicing. It's counterintuitive. It's working against you. Or I'll say, don't read the room. And everybody gets all upset and defensive. And I've got to read the room. You have to read it the right way. And so what we're seeking is what I'm going to talk about today. And that's one of those paradigm shifts that will catapult you into you'll just move into the place that you want around how you're using your voice so much faster by approaching things the way that I'm approaching them. But real quick, I want to tell you, I'm doing a full day virtual retreat. Some of you got to spend the day with me. If I came to your city, I'm not going to any more cities. Well, I have one more city this year, but I would love for you to join me. I would love for you to really be able to dive into these paradigm shifts that I'm talking about so that when you go into 2024, you're working from the right place. Your voice is drawing in what you want in your life. I harp ad nauseum about the power of your voice and how it is misrepresenting you. And every year the stakes get higher and bigger on this. So I really hope you can join me. It's a full day online. Don't worry, we'll take breaks. Just head over to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash virtual retreat. And I hope you can join me. You don't want to miss this. Now let's talk about some controversial things around grabbing attention, seeking attention, seeking to be heard. Now, seeking to be heard is not a bad thing. I'm all about seeking to be heard. I want my people to be heard. But what I find is we're going about it the wrong way. I see people teaching this the wrong way. I am not terribly shy about the disagreements that I have with, not disagreements that I have, but different philosophies that I have about the way I see people teaching voice far too often. And, you know, I was a I was an actor. I was a director. I probably would never hire an actor or a director to help me find my voice. And the reason why is there is that performance element. Let me wow you. Let me sound beautiful. Let me everything be perfect. Let this character grab your attention. Let my voice grab your attention. And that's not what's going to work. Maybe it worked a long time ago. You've heard me talk about, we used to all talk in this beautiful Walter Cronkite voice. That's what used to work. It's not working anymore. 
this is why technique is going to work less and less. I was I think I'm going to do a whole episode on this, but I was listening to somebody the other day. No, 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 no. I wasn't listening to somebody. I was looking at a thread, a comment thread around somebody had suggested somebody practice something in relation to voice. And of course, you know, I immediately went, nope, that's not going to work. And you know what all the comments were? All the comments were, haven't mastered it yet. It's not really working yet. It's not really sticking yet. I, I can't quite make it happen yet. You know why? Because you're not dealing with the foundation. It's a lipstick on a pig. You're not dealing with the inside story. And I find that a lot of people are teaching this, wow them, really get their attention, really jump out and get them. And I don't, I disagree with it. I've always disagreed with the people that for, for there was a period of time a little while ago where people were teaching people on video to jump up and wave their hands or pop out. And my my initial comment was always, okay, but then how will you sustain it? Maybe it works for a second, but how will you sustain it? You can't sustain that unless you can do this one thing in your voice that I'm going to talk about. And, and that's really what we should be seeking. So I don't want anybody to teach me how to perform, how to sound beautiful. I don't want this because I want you to know me. And I see it in tiny, I hear it in tiny remnants when somebody is still being taught from that performance perspective, from that get their attention open the dialogue and 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 really make them listen there's a much easier way and it's in the much easier way that is going to catapult you 10 light years ahead you're working too hard you're working too hard in all the practicing you're working too hard in all the, the trying to sound perfect you're working too hard in all the sounding beautiful and that's not what i want it's rock solid and it makes me drop everything and listen immediately, but it is not because it is the most attention-grabbing thing in the room. The most attention-grabbing thing that you're doing is in one of those top six layers, and maybe nobody ever even taught you to do that, but you decided to do it because it's a form of protection. And I'm going to be doing an episode on protection very, very soon. You know, back years ago when I was directing plays, I was working with young people and I was directing plays all over the world. And I think a, a lot about Michael Arden was a student of mine. I'm actually going to have him come on the show. He's a Tony award-winning Broadway director, producer. I believe he was the voice of Hercules. He was in, he was, I believe he was the voice of Hercules. Amazing. What we were actually doing was what I was doing was hearing that seventh layer of the human's sound, Michael Arden's sound, uh, Ryan Dorsey's sound. I'm listing off some of the celebrity people, but it didn't matter who it was because I worked with a lot of actors. I was hearing their soul and I was bringing their soul into the character. And that's why they won so many awards. And, you know, after Michael won that Tony, I said, I sent him a message 
And of course, he gave me the most beautiful compliment ever. He said, every piece of everything I've ever done has your hand on it, Tracy. And I know what he meant. I know he meant finding the soul, finding his soul and infusing it into everything that he did. And that's what we're chasing. We're not about performing and 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 shining and showing and grabbing attention and do this really quick in the top of the video so they pay attention i see you doing that and it's and it's a repellent i don't know maybe six people in the last month have said to me because i've questioned them and they have said to me because they've all been speaking fast i've said why are you doing that because that's what i was told i was told that i have to speak really fast to keep people with me, to make them listen. And I said, that's the worst advice people are giving. It's, it's not about that. It is about this one thing that I'm about to say. All of those gimmicks that you are being taught to hook the listener, to grab the attention, to demand that they listen to you, that's not ever going to work. In fact, I'm about to run a program where I'm going to teach authors how to record their audiobooks because somebody's out there teaching audiobooks like a performance and it's not a performance i need to hear the sound of your soul it's not any more about hurry up and do it do it within 3 seconds it's not about you're not going to sell me in 6 seconds I just finished this huge research study and I'm going to do a whole episode on it. I'm sharing it with the people that participated next week. And once I've done that, I'm going to roll out an episode on the show. And one of the things the data told me, I will share this with you, is it's like three seconds and people are determining if they trust you. But what blew my mind in the data is trust is irrelevant now. So there's there's no hook me in 10 seconds, sell me in five seconds, build trust in seven seconds. All of that may be a, not a great idea, but the plot has thickened. And the plot has thickened for a lot of reasons. Buyers are, buyers have lost trust. People have lost trust. People are seeking something deeper than, wow, you hooked me. It's no longer about that. If you're doing that, you're trying to do what we always did. I mean, think back all the way to the, all the way to the the town crier in the colonial days. What did they do? They screamed on the corner to get your attention. Think about the pulpit. And, and, and this is no, none of this is any criticism, but Oftentimes it was loud and let me grab your attention. And what was that grabbing attention about? What about videos that people are doing? What about when everybody's going really loud and fast and really loud and fast? Think about the bad rap that car salesmen have gotten for a lifetime because what are they trying to do? They're trying to wow us. They're trying to be flashy. They're trying to get attention. They're doing what we've always done. And we've always been taught that you've got to be loud. You've got to be performing. You've got to grab them. If you don't have them within seconds and and you've really commanded their attention, 
It's over. And I've recently reframed how I talk about command. And this is actually because, well, I don't know that I've changed how I talk about it, but I really got to think about it in one of my trainings for United Airlines. I was using the word command and we got to talking about it and we thought, well, that almost sounds a little bit like demanding. I'm demanding that you listen to me. I'm con- I'm in control of this thing. And that's not what I meant by it at all. I mean, when I use the word command, you are filling the space as the authority and I can be whispering. I can give you a moment and still be commanding the space. So it's not, again, like being loud, forcing you to do this, trying to get you over there, selling you this. Not that at all. If you're trying to do what you always did, if we're trying to to play into the old paradigms of, of public speaking class and how we have to do this and how we have to hook that, then we're we're not going to get where we want to be. That was always about, let me slam your emotions. Let me hit you with something. I need you to pay attention. Doesn't that feel forceful, almost repellent? It was about moving you to a place that I've decided you need to go. That's what that wild, strong, powerful, hook them, six seconds. You've got six seconds to wow them. That's what that is. That is, I'm giving you no decision to determine where you're going to go. And, you know, I'm talking a lot about the the, the old paradigm of performance and, and on and delivery and wow and shazam. But I think that we could probably flip the switch on this and talk about the person who is coming in trying to get it right. It's a different conversation because they're not coming in. I'm actually doing an episode on this about when your voice has been squashed. They're not coming in demanding and commanding and trying desperately to grab attention like I've been talking about. But in a way they are because they're trying to get the words right and they're trying to do it perfect. Because if I do it perfect, then you'll listen to me and that isn't going to work either. And that's the bad news for today. But yet you do need to grab their attention from the start because something very powerful is going to happen at three seconds and 43 seconds. And it's not about grabbing attention and getting you where I need you to go. You know what it's about? It's not about acting. It's not about fake. It's about connection and it's about emotional connection. It's about me letting you in. It's about an instant connection without barriers and all of those things that are the old paradigm of the way we always did it are nothing but layers and layers and layers of barriers. So it's about connection and connection, according to my research, happens in the voice. Connection, according to my research, is based on sounds that either allow me to lean into you or put a bulletproof glass between us. For over 10 years, I've been talking about this bulletproof glass that comes down 
in in between me and people and it's a feeling it is driven by sound but it is a actual feeling that happens i'm telling you i had i had a call yesterday and i was trying to crash through that broken glass i mean that that bulletproof glass and i couldn't break it i couldn't connect with this person and i was and i was well aware of what was happening and i was desperate to get in and he would not let me in and and guess what he was quiet and sometimes loud and sometimes doing all the things that we're talking about today and i couldn't connect and it was a struggle and it was exhausting and that may be the way that people feel about you because what you're trying to do with the tactic that you're using is you're trying to build an intimate connection you're trying to have an intimate connection with people without being intimate let me say that again the voice choices that you're making what they're doing is it basically means you're trying to have an intimate connection with someone without ever getting intimate and that's not going to work anymore it's protection it's acting it's fake it's repellent. The person I was talking to where the bulletproof glass came down was a lovely person, but I just can't connect with them. It was a repellent and it was exhausting. And so when I talk about your voice has the power to repel, which you've heard me talk about for years now, it's about this barrier that comes down that makes me want to pull back not lean in. And so we have to be able to create this space to create this connection. And then we talk about emotional connection, which comes from something totally different. I should probably do a whole show on it. An emotional connection bypasses all words, according to the work that I've done in this area. And that's what we're seeking. We're not seeking, I need your attention. I got to grab your attention. I'm seeking an emotional connection with you so that you know I'm your person, so that you feel invited to lean in. I've used dialogue and training before. I've got voice experience is something you've heard me talk about extensively. It's trademarked, copyrighted, literal based on research, the experience of you. Same with the invitation, creating an invitation creating a voice experience, repelling potential customers, repelling family members, repelling whoever. I remember many years ago, I was working with a man. He was a very, very successful executive. And we worked on a lot of executive things. And then one day he started talking about his daughter. And it wasn't good with his daughter. His daughter was very unhappy with him because she felt like X, Y, Z. I can't, it was many years ago. I believe it was something around. She didn't feel like he believed she could do it. That's what it was. She didn't feel like he believed in her. And so what he would do was he, he would alter what he was putting out to, to, to grab attention in a way but to be heard, but it was a tactic, just like a voice tactic that many people will give you. And she was hearing the tactic. 
And the tactic is what was telling her, he doesn't believe in you. And how do I know this? Because I said, let's do a role play on it. Give me a scenario. Team me up. I'm going to be her. I want you to say what you say to her, to me, but do it as close as you can to the way you say it to her. And he did. And I went, you're on eggshells. And he said, I'm on eggshells. He said, I've just wanted, I'm just trying to be nice. And I just want her to feel loved. And I want her to feel supported. And I said, but you've got a tactic in place to get her attention, to be heard. You're forcing the being heard. And in that tactic, she's hearing the eggshells and she's subconsciously processing that you don't believe in her. And I can hear it. So we had to eradicate that tactic. And that's just one of the many reasons that I don't love typical tactics because it's what's underneath them that we have to look at. Being able to connect with people, being able to be in that place, not where you instantly grab attention because that will fade, but knowing how to instantly establish connection so that people feel you is where we're at. We've always been there as far as I'm concerned. I think connection is a crucial piece of this. It always has been. I've been talking about connection in the voice. That's always been pillar two for 20 years now. But this old paradigm of let me grab your attention doesn't mean anything anymore. Let me make you listen. Let me make sure I'm heard. Yeah, I want you to be heard, like I said, but that's the wrong approach because we've got to approach this not from being on, not from being the town crier, not from grabbing all the attention, not from demanding that we have an intimate connection right now, whether you want it or not, it's never going to work. For some of you, you don't even want attention. That's of a problem, but it's really kind of a good thing. You want connection. You don't want attention. You want connection. So we have to eradicate all those six layers of blocks and barriers that are in microscopic sounds that say, you stay out. I'll look at you from afar. And they can't discern and and dissect the sounds the way that I can in a split second, but they can feel it. And many times I've done this example for you before where I'm talking to you like I talk to you. You can ask pretty much anybody that's ever known me if I talk this way. And I do, unless I'm super tired. I have a little bit lower vocal energy if I'm super tired, but I pretty much talk this way. This is very much who I am. But I cannot be this way. If I feel like, well, let's say you punch one of my buttons and I put a wall up. That doesn't happen very often anymore, but it can. It can happen in a second. And then I have to walk my talk and all the techniques that I teach people. And I can get to the point where I'm back to being me. But do you feel the difference? It's a, it's a, can you literally feel the the garage door of bulletproof glass coming down. And I came up with that idea one day I was standing in the bank when I lived in Los Angeles about 10 years ago. And I thought, you know, I've, and I've lived in big cities my whole life. This is where the whole concept of the bulletproof glass came from. 
in connection, in relation to connection, in relation to are you letting me in or are the specific sounds in your voice, certain specific sounds in your voice repelling me? And I stood there in that line and that bank in LA and I thought, huh, I can see that teller and I can hear that teller, but I can't touch that teller. She's protected from me. And instantly, I got this download about how I'd been talking about connection, because in my mind's eye, when somebody's talking to me, when I watch a video, and, and this is even people that really should be letting you in, everybody should be letting you in, but I can instantly, I could instantly see the garage door of bulletproof glass come down. And it was all of a sudden, it was like, no. You're out. And I remember talking about that many years ago. You've probably heard me talk about that. That sounds in our voice bring the bulletproof glass down and they can't feel us anymore. Touching her was just, it wasn't literal. I'm not going to try to bust through the glass and hug the teller. But it was exactly the same feeling that I was having when I would talk to people and the bulletproof glass would come down and they were working from a place of protection. That bulletproof glass came down to protect them from me, even though they maybe didn't want to be protected from me, but they couldn't allow me or you or anybody else in. And it's all in sounds. I remember teaching a workshop in Colorado one time and we were working on these masks. We were working on connection. And I remember one of the women in the group said, well, my superpower, my big strength is that people can connect with me really easily. And I had already written notes on her voice. And my number one note on her voice was, I can't connect with you. And so oftentimes we can connect with certain people, but we can't connect with others. Meaning if you are the voice I'm talking about, maybe you can let the bulletproof glass up, the garage door up with certain people, but you can't with everyone. And I want to build consistency in that. You need the consistency in that because it doesn't matter if it's on the video or the webinar or the intimidating boss or the coworker that's really, really angry and toxic and negative. It doesn't matter if it's Joe the doorman. It doesn't matter if it's your family, your friends, your colleagues, your clients, your prospects, your bosses. Connection and knowing how to achieve that instantly, instantly letting us in in seconds. I connect with you or I don't. In seconds, you grab my attention through connection. But if you only grab my attention, it's worthless. There was a, a time a little while back, and I maybe I'll save this story for another day, but maybe I'll end with it. I moved back to Florida. And maybe you're aware of the, I haven't told this story. Maybe you're aware of the insurance situation in Florida, it's, it's significantly horrific. And I've been with State Farm Insurance my whole life, and I've been driving a long time. And I moved back to Florida, and I called to have my policy 
moved and the woman called me back and she said, we can't write you in Florida. And of course I was horrified. I was first, my first thought was, oh my gosh, what have I done? What? And then my second thought was, I already know exactly what's going on. It's because of this Florida insurance thing. So I started calling around to get insurance and it was the best case study in the world that could have ever happened to me because I coach a lot of insurance companies was the best case study ever for the voicemails that I heard, the messages back, the conversations I had. And you know who won my business for life? It was the woman that I connected with. And I'll do a whole, I'll I'll give you all the nuances of the story. It's really good, but it's about connection. It's not about being the town crier. It's not about performing. It's not about sounding slick. It's about letting me in and being able to go to that place of authenticity, no matter what, all the time to build and establish an emotional connection. That's what catapults you into the next realm of your voice creating your reality and your voice creates your reality. And that's a bold statement. And I'm going to leave that for another episode. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you'll join me in the virtual retreat and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.